Hello, welcome to episode 5 of Pure Nonsense. You may have realized, if you have listened to any of my other episodes, that I did not post a podcast last week. I didn't post last week because over, let's see, about a week ago now, so last weekend, my family experienced a loss. And after all of that happened, you know, after dealing with all of that, going through all of that, I just did not feel comfortable sitting down recording a podcast about random things and about, you know, just everyday life stuff. I just didn't really want to do that, as you can understand, I'm assuming. So that is why I did not record or post a podcast last week. But I am feeling good today. It is brutally hot outside. I mean, I think it's supposed to feel like 105 or something today, 105 degrees. It is brutal. And I am a big proponent on summer. Summer is usually my favorite season. I love summer. I love going to the beach, going to the lake, sitting by a pool. I don't have a pool, but if I find a pool, it's always nice to sit by that. I like going on walks outside, as you know. I like all of the cute restaurants where you can sit outside and have your drinks and everything. And it's a nice summer evening with pretty sunsets and everything. I have always been the biggest fan of summer. But recently, and I think as I've just gotten older, I get more and more excited for fall every single year. And I think one reason why right now, I mean, it's still July and I'm like, ooh, I cannot wait for October. I think part of that is because the vacation that my family and I usually take in the summer to the beach, we took it this year, but we did it in May. And so we had our summer vacation relatively early. I mean, technically summer doesn't start until June. So we took it early. And then after that, I think my body clock was just like, okay, I'm good. I saw the beach. I had fun. I was in the sun riding bikes. Woohoo. I'm ready for Halloween. I think that's what my body told me that, you know, you had your fun. Everything's great. Let's get on with the next season. But obviously, after the vacation in May, there's still months left of hot weather and it's just going to keep getting hotter, right? I'm hoping this is the peak of the heat because when I say it is brutally hot outside, if you're listening to this, you're probably one of my friends or one of my family members or something. So you're well aware how hot it is and it it is bad. I have like leather seats in my car. Oh God, I hate it. I really hate it. I I finally have one of those like sunshades to put in my uh, windshield, but it is still so hot in there every single day that I get in it. And then, you know, if you want to go downtown and walk around to cute shops and restaurants and stuff, oh, you are going, you're going to need a bucket for your sweat. It is bad. So this, this has nothing to do with the episode today. I am just ranting about how hot it is today. Oh, I said that because I'm sitting inside recording in the middle of the day, and that's why I'm doing it. It's like a Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday today, and I'm inside because it's too hot for me to be outside right now. But I do love summer. I do want to go to the beach at least one more time before summer's done. And yeah, I am very excited for fall, though. 
Also, if my voice sounds weird during any part of any of my podcast episodes, for some reason when I talk, especially when I'm talking into this microphone, I hold my breath. I don't know why. I don't want to sound too, you know, breathy when I'm talking. I feel like that might get annoying, but I run out of breath so quickly. And so if I sound weird, it's probably because I'm running out of oxygen. Did I say? That sounded weird. I'm running out of oxygen. That is why, if my voice sounds weird, I just, like, if I kept going, like, like, that would be strange, wouldn't it? I don't know. I probably don't sound weird. I'm all in my head. Anyways, this episode is going to be about things that I've learned so far as I've gotten older. Basically, things that I have felt change in my life as I've begun to mature more. Because obviously, when you're going through school, when you're in high school, when you're in the early years of college, you're not that mature. You're not. You might think you are at the time, but I can promise you, you are not. And there are things that I do now in my life that I, one, probably never thought that I would do, never thought that I would like, none of that. But there are also things that I used to do that I loved, that I did all of the time, or that I just didn't think about that I was doing, that I thought it was normal, part of everyday life, whatever, that I don't do at all anymore. So I am going to talk today about the things that I do that I feel like are just from growing and from maturing and things that I have noticed in my life that have changed as I've gotten older. So the first thing would be clothes. And so obviously I feel like Everyone's clothing style changes throughout the years. Some people go through like a grunge phase, a preppy phase, you know, all of those different phases. Usually in high school, I feel like that's usually when people experiment with fashion and then probably college too. I think college, a lot of times you kind of just try to find clothes that you're going to want to wear to parties and things you don't really care about, getting messy, getting beer spilled all over them just stuff like that. You don't really wear super nice clothes when you're going out in college, I feel like. But yeah, my clothing style, I really think has changed, especially, okay, (laughs) obviously, if I'm 23 years old now, the clothes I wear today are going to be different than what my style was as a kid. But as a kid, I was hands down the biggest tomboy you would have ever met. I refused to shop in the girls section of like Target and Old Navy and, you know, all places like that. I would shop in the boys section of Gap just because I hated the girls options. Now, when it would come to like shorts and stuff like that, like I would obviously get like the girls section stuff because that's what fit me, you know, it's going to fit me differently because I am a girl. So I would obviously get that stuff there, but I would just wear baggy t-shirts. I had some basketball jerseys, never played basketball. Never. I I like played in my driveway with my dad and my sister, but other than that, never played basketball. But I would just wear baggy clothes, super tomboy, didn't want anything girly, didn't want anything pink, didn't want florals, didn't want frills, just nothing. I was a huge tomboy. And then going into like middle school and all of that, in middle school, my style changed. So I kind of 
started to look at what was popular and what the other girls were wearing and everything. And I I remember specifically the shorts and everything had to be school appropriate, obviously. The shorts that were kind of like right above the knee that were, I don't know what material they were. Maybe they were like linen or something, but they were like multicolored checkered patterns or like multicolor like flannel patterns not flannel material but just just that pattern those shorts with like just just a kind of fitted solid color t-shirt and you would pick one of the colors from the checkered pattern in the shorts to wear as your shirt and then it would like automatically match and it would look all cute and maybe that was preppy I don't know I was never into Lily Pulitzer monogram did not want anything to do with that. But I think, you know, I I guess I got a little girlier in middle school. But honestly, probably in middle school, my go-to outfit was those school-appropriate denim shorts. So, like, basically knee-length, completely fitted, skin-tight denim shorts, but they're long enough to where they're appropriate. And then over that, like, a baggy t-shirt. And I definitely did not have to wear a bra in middle school, not even close. So just throw on a t-shirt, throw on those shorts, throw on a random pair of sneakers, like those running shoes that are like purple and blue and green and they don't match anything, but you think they're cute at the time. So that, I feel like aside from the colored checkered shorts with a solid color t-shirt, my go-to in middle school was still very tomboy, not girly, not frilly, no florals, nothing like that. Definitely just going right out of the house. Wake up, get out. That's it, basically. Then in high school, okay, when I went into high school, like freshman, sophomore year, Tumblr was still popular, right? Tumblr was still a thing. And so with Tumblr, you wanted, oh, like you wanted to be so cool, you know, oh, what is she wearing? That is way too colorful. You need to wear like all black and look like you know something about life. Like, yeah, like that's what I'm going to do. Maybe I thought I was doing that. (laughs) I was not even close. And I remember my outfit that I wore on my first day of high school. Now, keep in mind, school starts in August. My outfit was full-on, like, winter-appropriate. I was not about to get dress-coded. I was like, oh, my God, that's going to be the worst day of my life if I get dress-coded. Oh, no. Like, I have to follow all of the rules. Oh, no. Oh, God. So, first day of high school, I wore skinny. They were skinny jeans, but they were corduroy. They weren't denim. It was corduroy. So, skinny corduroy pants in this, like, purpley plum color. Ooh, just describing it as bad. And then with those, I'm pretty sure I wore black combat boots, and I, like, had the jeans, like, shoved into the combat boots. Like, I don't think, I don't think they were skinny enough to wear, they were, like, leggings, right? They're corduroy pants. They're not going to be, oh, God, skin-tight corduroys, not something you want to put on. So I, like, shoved the ankles in into those, like, knockoff combat boots that I probably got from Target or Old Navy or something. And then my top, I think I got the top from Forever 21, and it was this white long-sleeve 
crew neck kind of sweatshirt material. And it had this just graphic print on the front of it of the Eiffel Tower. And it just said Paris. (laughs) I wore that with purple corduroy skinny jeans and combat boots on my first day of high school. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to walk into this building and everyone's going to be like, oh my God, who is that girl? That's incredible. I need that entire outfit. Now... Did anyone make fun of me? No. Everyone was dressed in the... I I think everyone has embarrassing outfits from that time in their life. No one made fun of me. It was fine. But looking back on it, it's one of those things that just like sends chills down your spine. It's like, oh God, that is horrendous. So yeah, I feel like my style throughout high school was kind of just all over the place because eventually I got really into art And I've always been into art. I've always liked creating things and just, you know, using the creative side of my brain. I like, you know, I'm not good at math in any way. So art is what I knew and what I was good at. So I kind of stuck to it. And then once I got more into art and I started hanging out, you know, in the art room all the time, art kids, I that's that's when I discovered thrifting. That's when I went to my first Goodwill. But I didn't know how to thrift and all I would get were these like oversized sweatshirts that like 80 year old men used to own and by oversized I'm talking like 4XL. Okay I am a 5 foot 4 petite like more petite girl and those sweatshirts were not doing me favors. When I see pictures from back then it's like oh god There were so many other options just in that goodwill alone that I could have chosen, but whatever. So my style, it wasn't necessarily like all over the place, but I kind of went back and forth between, you know, what I liked, what I didn't like and all of that. I didn't really have a specific style that I went for. Then in college, college is so much more casual because obviously in college you don't have a dress code. So going to class, you can put on Nike shorts and a t-shirt and then slap on some sneakers and go go on your way. And that's mostly pretty much what I did going to class, I feel like, because when you're sitting in a lecture hall for three hours, you don't want to sit there in jeans or a cute dress. You are not wearing heels. You know how in high school there would be some of those people, they would get dressed up. They would, you know, plan it with their friends whatever it was and like once like every once in a while you would hear like heels clip clopping down the hallway and you can get away with that in high school because you don't have to walk too far and you're kind of just sitting in class all day and then walking like I don't know down the stairs and just right to the room downstairs every hour or something Now, I think it probably sounds like I'm making fun of people that like to dress up for random things for everyday life. It is the exact opposite. I am one of those people. I love dressing up. As a kid, I didn't like it at all. But then going into high school, college, and then still today, when I get the chance to dress up and dress cute, I absolutely will. I know I'm not talking about what my style is right now yet, but right now, I love long dresses. I love sundresses. I like those cute, like, 1950s dresses and stuff like that. I love colorful things. I love wearing heels with a dress. Any chance I get to do that, 
I will. And I feel like, you know, in college, it was just all about comfy clothes and then cheap stuff for parties and all of that. But today, I love dressing up and I love nice clothes and looking all clean and put together and just feeling confident in my outfit. So I am all for dressing up for literally going to the grocery store. I do that. I've done that for years at this point and I will continue to do it. So I think most people in college, they kind of just opt for whatever's most comfortable. That's probably when you start getting all your workout sets and, you know, maybe where you wear your like cute leggings and all of that, which I love. I love doing that stuff. I've said before, if you want to get into working out and you want to really get yourself motivated to work out, cute workout sets is the way to go. I mean, those those are just nice. So I definitely had those, you know, and started buying those in college. But yeah, then when it came time to, you know, go to parties and functions and everything, like I said before, you kind of just get clothes that you're okay with ruining. Because if you're walking into a party, especially as a girl, you're most likely going into a fraternity party, right? And when you go into a fraternity party, maybe it's their actual, you know, house on campus. Maybe it's a satellite house. Maybe it's someone's apartment where everyone is going to at once, whatever it is. The floors are going to be sticky. The walls will probably be sticky. Everyone there will most likely be sweating at some point just because you're packed in there like sardines and you're just, it's not the most glorious party when you go to a fraternity party. Are they the most fun? Yes. Yes, they are. So much fun. But you're not going to want to wear something that you spent a lot of money on and a lot of time picking it out. That's when you discover Shein. When you go online and you go to Shein and you're looking at all these dresses, these skin tight mini dresses where it comes, the same dress comes in like 20 different colors, maybe a couple patterns, and you can get one of them for literally $9, you're going to buy those. Those are the things that I think a lot of college girls buy. I did that on Amazon, you know. This was before I got my own Amazon account though, so my my dad would get a notification when something was ordered that happened when I was looking for Halloween costumes at one point and <laughs> the suggested products to buy on Amazon after I was looking around at different Halloween costumes for whatever party that year that yeah it was <laughs> it wasn't uh the best thing that you wanted to see but through college, you kind of just get whatever's cheapest, what you don't care about too much, but something that you still feel confident in because you want to look good when you go to those parties. You really do. Even if you're just going with your girlfriends and you have zero intentions for the night, like you just want to look good. And so I definitely had a lot of things that I ordered online for super cheap. I had a couple things in a couple different colors all of that stuff. I still thrifted and I still thrift today and I have gotten very good at thrifting. That is one of my favorite pastimes is going to the thrift store. I have a handful of my favorites that always have good things and yeah, but in college I would never thrift party clothes and stuff. You just don't find that at the thrift store. No grandma is getting rid of that. So 
thrifting is for specific things and then Shein is for specific things. But definitely in college, my style was comfy clothes for class. I had some business casual outfits because I studied business and there were different meetings and presentations and career fairs and stuff where you wanted to wear like a pencil skirt and like a button up shirt and you wanted to look all professional, all of that. And then you also have the section of your closet or like one whole drawer in your dresser that is just your party clothes. And I think every college girl probably does that. I would assume so. So yeah, elementary school. My style was biggest tomboy you have ever met. In middle school, I wore the checkered shorts that basically went down to my knees and then a solid color t-shirt that matched one of the colors in all 50 colors that were on those shorts. Then in high school, I tried to be Tumblr, whatever whatever that means. I tried to be trendy, but trendy with the right group. I didn't want to be preppy or anything like that. I was so full of it. Like, I think we're all full of it in high school, just thinking that we look the best and what everyone else is wearing is stupid and all of that. I'm going to get into that later about how my mindset has changed with things, but that was basically high school kind of all over the place. Then in college, comfy clothes, athleisure. I'm going to say just athleisure in college on a day-to-day basis. And then at night, getting the cheapest things possible from Shein, Amazon, whatever. Now, I am out of college. I have been out of college for a little over a year now, which is insane. That's really crazy to think about that I graduated college over a year ago. And I've been full on in the real world for over a year. That's just crazy. But since I graduated college, one thing that has really changed about what I personally like to wear and what I personally like to put on my body, and I'm just going to preface this by saying my preferences have nothing to do with what you're wearing. If you want to wear something, go for it. Like, just because I don't want to wear it, just because I don't have it in my closet or because I don't feel comfortable wearing it. That has literally nothing to do with you. That is just me. So you do you. You wear whatever you want to wear. But one thing that I was in love with definitely in college, every single thing I owned in college was cropped. Every shirt, every sweater, some of my jackets, I have a cropped leather jacket. So many things that I owned were cropped. Now, today, I still have plenty of cropped things. I have little halter tops. I have tank tops that I like to kind of tuck into my bra so that if I'm wearing something high-waisted, you know, it can be more flattering. I'm pretty sure I still have that cropped leather jacket that I will most likely wear again, okay? But now that I've gotten a little older, I just don't think a crop top is the option or is the answer for every single outfit. Like, I'm talking I would wear cropped things everywhere. So, if I was going grocery shopping, I would have on like little denim booty shorts and then a really short crop top where 
I didn't even want to like reach my hand to the top shelf to get the groceries that I needed because my shirt might go up and you might see my bra in the middle of the aisle in the grocery store, right? Like everything that I wore other than like the comfy clothes to class and stuff like that, everything was cropped and I just don't love that look for every single outfit anymore. Like I said, I will still wear crop things. You will still see me wearing crop things. So if you see it, keep it to yourself because I will absolutely still wear crop shirts. But it's like, you know, in the middle of winter when it's 30 degrees outside and I want to go on a walk on the trails like I like to do, I would wear my really thin material high-waisted leggings. They were high-waisted, but then I would wear a cropped hoodie or a crop jacket that went to the bottom of my sports bra and I would complain about it being cold. And all of that is probably why I've never really loved the winter months. Obviously, they're not the most enjoyable because it really is freezing. But when you combine the cold weather with a crop top that's up to your boobs and you're complaining about the cold weather, it's like, okay, Maggie, like, come on, you don't need to wear everything cropped. And that's what I did. I feel like my college years could be defined by the word cropped. I mean, it was ridiculous. When I would go thrifting, I would find t-shirts and sweatshirts and sweaters. And I would just look at it and be like, yeah, yeah, I could crop that. Yeah, I'll crop this when I get home. I'll get my scissors. Just cut it on the on the floor. There you go. Now I've got a cute shirt. I probably ruined so many good clothes that I found at thrift stores just from cutting them right in my bedroom. But that was my style. That's what I liked. That's what I was comfortable in. I had fun, you know, while I wore those things. It was fine. But looking back on it, especially the sweaters and the jackets, not everything needs to be cropped, okay? And I went into a store a couple days ago and they had a few winter, you know, fall items out. Usually retail places start getting those items in in the middle of summer. And I was looking at them. Every single thing that was meant to keep you warm during the colder months, every single thing was cropped. And I'm not talking about cropped where it's just like a slightly shorter t-shirt that might sit by the, you know, zipper on your pants and you can kind of tuck it in and it looks cute. I'm talking cropped, like I said before, literally up to your bra. Things that, like, you can't lift your arms up. I just don't think that's comfortable anymore. Now, if it's a fitted top, if it's like a halter top or just like a fitted tank top and it's and it's cropped and, you know, all of that, that looks insanely cute with high-waisted stuff. High-waisted midi skirt, maybe you have a little slit in the leg on the skirt, high-waisted jeans, shorts, all of that. That's when cropped stuff is always the answer, in my opinion. But when I tell you that everything in my closet was cropped, it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous, especially those winter clothes. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't realize that my complaining about the cold weather in winter was literally my fault. It's like, wear some more clothes and you'll be good and life will be easier. Stop trying to be cute with everything you do because if you're trying to be cute with everything, more often than not, it's actually not cute. I'm sorry to say it. It Sometimes if you try too hard, it just does not look good. And I sound like such an old person right now. Like, you know how when you wear ripped jeans 
and some older person is like, oh, you paid for those? I hope they didn't charge you full price because half of it's missing. I, I hate when people make comments like that. It's like, yeah, dude, I know. I I did buy them. I did look at them and say, I would like these. Let me buy these. I'm well aware they have holes in them. That's the style. Get over it. Like, screw you. Another thing that I don't really love anymore, I don't love mini dresses. Mini with an N. M-I-N-I. Do I still own them? Yes. Do I still have occasions where a mini dress is suitable and I should actually probably wear that over anything else that I have in my closet? Yes, because I'm still young. There are still times where I might go out to bars and stuff with friends and a little mini dress is what I want to wear. I still have some of them. I've gotten rid of a lot of them because I have tried them on over the past year or so. Since I left college when I was kind of like cleaning out my stuff, packing everything up, and I tried it on and I was like, holy shit, I wore this in public? My ass is hanging out. Like, legitimately. If I had to bend over to pick up like my phone, if I dropped my phone or my keys or something, the kind of like bend I would have had to have done to make sure no one saw anything I didn't want them to see. I don't think I, I think I was just full on bending over. I don't even know. But there are some things that I have sold. I have donated just because I tried them on again. And I was like, my butt cheeks are hanging out. You can see my crack. If you're just looking at me, like you will not be able to look me in the eye because you're like, oh my God, her crack is out. It's like, you don't want to see that. I don't want anyone to see that. Come on. It's like the episode of The Office on Casual Friday and Meredith is standing there and, you know, her boobs out. And Oscar's like, Meredith, your boobs out. And she's like, all right, all right. And she pulls her dress up and then it's like, damn it, Meredith, where are your panties? It's it. I think that a lot of people in college own those dresses and I just had to get rid of them. Because now that I'm graduated, I, there's no excuse for that. There was no excuse in the first place. But I mean, it. Some of those, some of the things that I had in my closet were short. I don't know how I felt comfortable in it. And you might be saying like, "Oh, Maggie, maybe you've grown. Maybe you know your chest has gotten bigger or something, and it's like lifting the dress up." I can promise you that that is not the case. I have worn almost the same size bra for a long time now. I I would I just wore short dresses. I I really did. As, as the older crowd would say, "Oh, that's raunchy." I had some raunchy clothes. I did. And like I said, I still own some of them because there are still some occasions where yes, I want a cute little black dress. You need those are staples. Having like a little black dress or having like a white cropped t-shirt to wear with your high-waisted denim shorts in the summer. Those are necessary. Those are staples. That kind of stuff you can always wear, right? So, I'm pretty sure I just spent like another 10 minutes talking about my clothes in college and what I got rid of and all of that. But my style now, I like filling my closet with classic pieces, things that just are not going to go out of style, like a really good pair of denim jeans, 
a really good black blazer, a really good little black dress, things like that. Things that are always going to be comfortable, things that will really never go out of style. Another thing, it completely depends on the season, obviously, with what I'm wearing, but in the spring and summer, I love long dresses. So either midi dresses or dresses that even go down to my ankles, depending on what the dress is. I love those. The things, I think I already said this, like those like 1950s kind of dresses, I love those so much. When you combine a really flattering cut and then fun colors and maybe a cute little floral pattern, maybe the top of the dress ties in like a little knot or a little bow or something and it has cute little puffy sleeves. I think that is so cute. I love the way it looks on me. So that is definitely my current spring and summer style, which is the exact opposite of what his it has ever been, which is why I'm talking about it in an episode about things that have I've realized as I've grown older. Oh my god. Things that I have realized as I have grown older. I cannot talk. But that's my spring and summer style. And then when it gets like fall and winter, I still love leggings. Like I said, I love a good classic pair of jeans. I love heeled ankle boots. I love dressing up a blazer when I'm going out. I love bodysuits. Things like that. Things that are just classic and comfortable. That is what I love now. Okay, also, I'm going to insert myself in here really quick to say one more thing about the whole cropped sweater situation. There are some times where maybe you have like a nice pair of tailored pants and they're super high-waisted, right? Super high-waisted and you don't want to like shove a long sleeve or a turtleneck or a sweater into the pants And if you let the sweater hang down over your butt, it's going to ruin the look of the pants. In situations like that, I will absolutely wear cropped sweaters. That is when the cropped look is always going to be cute. It's going to be comfortable and it's just going to make the whole outfit better. And then also you're going to have situations where you have a cute set. Maybe it's like a midi skirt and then a cropped kind of halter top where the fabrics, the colors, the patterns, they match perfectly. You bought it as a set. Situations like that, that's when you wear cropped stuff and it looks better than anything. That's when that is just the cutest thing. And then like I said before, when you're working out, working out with like spandex or leggings, whatever it is with a cropped top, like a loose fitted crop top, sometimes fitted at the same time, that's adorable. That is really cute. So there are plenty of situations where cropped is good and it's cute and you're going to look great and you're going to feel good. But then there's also situations where it's just like, okay, come on, like stop. And yeah, there are plenty of people that I see wearing like, you know, cute sweats with like a crop halter top or like a sports bra kind of top and things like that. I love that look. I have literally been talking crap about cropped things and now I just named like 20 different outfits where I want to wear something cropped and like all the pictures I see of people that are into fashion on social media and everything, they look so freaking good. Do I have specific outfits in my mind right now that I own that I cannot wait to wear in the fall and when the weather gets a little cooler that are going to quite literally require cropped sweaters and all of that. Yes, I have this pair 
I just described it, tailored pants. I have this pair of tailored pants that I cannot wait to put like maybe a cute cropped sweater with a crop jacket. Maybe I'll wear like a bodysuit underneath and then a crop jacket on top so that I can still show off the look of the pants. It's going to be necessary. So like I said, when I wear cropped things, it's completely okay. I, I am just venting. That's the point of this podcast. So if you don't agree with me, sorry about it. Okay, we're going to move on from that. Well, we're kind of moving on. I'm still going to stay on the topic of clothes, I think, for one more thing. Yeah, just one more. Um, But when it comes to buying new clothes, when it comes to cleaning out my closet, maybe we're switching seasons and I want to make some room, I want to do a little declutter, you know, whatever... When it comes time for me to get new clothes or when I want new clothes, I have started buying a select few nicer pieces. So I will spend a little more money at, you know, a nicer store. Maybe it's like a little boutique, you know, just so that I know that it's well made. It's not going to fall apart the first time I wash it and I can wear it the next season and the next season. I have started buying fewer but nicer things as opposed to, you know, like I said, going on Amazon or going on Shein and buying 50 different things for a hundred bucks. Okay. So that's all fun because when you get a package of 50 different clothing items or accessories or whatever you got, that's really exciting when that shows up on your doorstep and you get to go through it and it's like Christmas day on just a random Tuesday. That's all. That's great. That's fun. If if you want to do that, I mean, that is a serotonin boost right there. That is just a good time. But when it comes to feeling confident in the clothes that I'm wearing, I have found that I do not feel confident in cheaply made items. So those things that I do get from Amazon, those things that I do have from Shein, I just don't feel as confident in them as I do in like my Levi jeans or whatever brand they are. Half the time I thrift this stuff. So if it's like a nicer brand, I most likely got incredibly lucky and found it at a thrift store. Like my denim shorts that I wear almost every day during the summer. I have two pairs of blue denim shorts that I alternate between. If I'm wearing one, the other one's in the wash and vice versa. I thrifted both of those. They're both Gap like the brand Gap, and miraculously, they fit perfectly when I found them at thrift store. So I took them home, and I I don't know, I just wanted shorts at the time. They probably looked great as jeans also. I don't really remember. I've had these shorts for years, but I spent like four bucks on each of them, and I cut them into shorts. I didn't cut them too short because that's another thing. I don't really love booty shorts anymore. I really like those kind of like, not mid-thigh, but just slightly longer shorts where your butt cheeks aren't hanging out. They might be a little like fringed at the bottom, you know, a little rough on the edges. They look really cute and comfortable. And when I tell you they match everything, it does not matter what you put on top when you're wearing those shorts. They are going to match everything. And I love them so much. And I've had them for like four years probably now. And I just love them. But there are other things that you can't find at thrift stores. So sometimes, like I said, I do spend a little bit more money 
to get those nicer items because they're going to last longer. I won't have to clean out my closet the next season. The next time winter rolls around, I don't have to go buy, you know, a jacket for like $60 because two years ago I bought one that was like $150 and it's still in perfect condition and I can still keep wearing it and it's fine. Even though in the moment it's like, oh, oh, holy shit, I do not want to put in my card information and spend this money. Like, I don't have this money. (laughs) I don't want to spend it. If you don't have the money, don't spend it. PSA, don't be stupid with your money. But for things that are staples, like a nice winter jacket, a good staple pair of blue jeans, or I don't know, like uh, a blazer, Because blazers, I love blazers. They can be good for business. You can make them cute. The other night I went out, I wore my denim shorts that I just talked about. I wore a pair of nude heels. I wore a fitted black tank top that is just from Target. Target actually has really good solid color tank tops. I wore one of those where it was like tucked into my shorts. And then I put a black blazer over that. And then I wore like my like dainty gold jewelry and stuff. It looked so cute. It was so comfortable. That was one of the first times in a long time where I went downtown with friends to get drinks and food, and I actually felt comfortable. There were so many times, and there will still be times where this happens, where I want to look as cute as possible, so I put on what I think is like the cutest thing in my closet, but it's just not practical for whatever the activity of the night is. And the whole time I'm like trying to make sure my like skirt isn't flying up or that I'm not flashing anyone or I'm, you know, having to sit down at a bar and my jeans are like digging into my stomach or I'm having to stand and I wore the wrong shoes. And I mean, I did not care about comfort two years ago in any way. I just wanted to look cute. And I was always like, oh, well, you know, beauty hurts. I didn't say that to anyone. I was not a bitch. I did not say that to anyone, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, like if I want to look cute, like it just, it's impossible to be comfortable. Like you can't have both, but I am here to tell you, you can have both. I promise you, if you find those good, those few pieces that you can wear with anything and everything, you will always feel cute and comfortable. And another thing that I have kind of grown out of. I'm sure I still do this on occasion, but I used to think that if I wore an outfit out one time and my friends saw me wearing it, my boyfriend saw me wearing it, I went downtown, you know, and there were large crowds and other people saw me wearing whatever it was. I used to think like, oh, well, that's it. I can't wear this outfit again. Everyone's already seen it. I already posted a picture in it. Everyone's... I can't wear this again now. Great. I have grown out of that because if you're comfortable in something, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Honestly, because when you think about it, when you go out with a group, when you go out on a date, when you go to a concert or a bar or a club or wherever you are, You are not looking at other people's outfits and thinking, um, he wore that red shirt two weekends ago. 
How dare he? That's disgusting. No one thinks that. No one remembers what you were wearing. No one's going to remember what you're wearing, especially if you're out at bars and everyone out around you is probably drunk, right? No one's going to remember what you're wearing. So that's something that I have changed about my mindset when it comes to clothes and all of that. Number one, you can be cute and comfortable. You can have both. And when you're looking at those two things together, I think comfort comes first. Because if you are going out and you're going to be out for hours, you need to be comfortable. Otherwise, your mood is going to shift and it is going to go downhill fast. If I am out and I'm getting kind of sleepy, maybe my social meter is running out a little bit. And then on top of that, my jeans are digging into my stomach. My bra strap keeps falling down. I feel like you know, the v-neck on my top is like showing too much. I feel uncomfortable, whatever it is. All of that stuff combined, I will look like the most pissed off person ever. No one will want to talk to me at that point. And then number two, no one cares if you've worn an outfit twice or three times or four times or five times, whatever it is. No one cares. No one is paying attention. I cannot tell you, like if you were to, if we were to go out as friends and we went out in a friend group, if you wore the same outfit, but like different shoes, maybe you did your hair differently or something, I probably would not notice. The only time I'm going to notice is if I love your outfit and I'm like complimenting you on your outfit saying, oh my God, where'd you get that dress? Where'd you get that jacket? Like, that's so cool. I love it. And if you wear it again, I'm going to just compliment you again. I'm going to be like, oh my God, I love that outfit so much. Like, send me the link. I need it. I love it. No one cares. Literally, I promise you, no one cares. Okay, I just realized that I said that a cheap jacket is $60 and that I buy jackets that are more expensive than that. That is a lie. I don't know why I threw out $60 for the cheap side of a jacket, if you go on Amazon and Shein and all the, the places that I've been talking about, you'll get like a winter coat for like 20 bucks. So things that are like that, that is when the quality is probably not the best and it's probably not going to last you until the next season. But if you get like a $60 jacket or something like that, maybe you get it from Princess Polly. Maybe you get it from Zara. Maybe you find it at a thrift store for $5. Those are like the nicer things that I'm talking about, quote unquote nicer. I am not rich. I am not loaded and wealthy. I'm not going to Louis Vuitton and Gucci and getting nice stuff. So I, I'm i not trying to like sound like crazy over here. But yeah, just those nicer items, they just last so much longer. And when you find one that you are head over heels for, like in love with, you're just going to enjoy it so much more. I promise you. And also, I want to say how much I love thrifting. I have obviously mentioned this multiple times, literally just in this episode, but I like I don't have that much money, okay? I am not going out to all these fancy stores and just paying full price and, you know, not caring about how much I'm spending. I go thrifting a majority of the time when I want to get something new for my closet and I'll get a winter coat for like five bucks, you know? So I think thrifting is a great way to get those nicer items that are going to last longer and be really good staples in your closet 
without having to spend a ton of money because obviously like if you want to go super cheap your options are limited to the actual stores that you can go to but then when you involve thrifting I mean the options really are endless at that point I you need to go thrifting you have to go thrifting when you're looking for new stuff for your closet don't go to the fancy boutiques and stuff go thrifting there are so many good things at thrift stores that are like top-of-the-line name brands, and I promise you, you'll find certain things that do fit you. It is harder than going to a normal store because thrift stores aren't going to have one item in every size. It's very random, but it's so much fun, and when you find the perfect piece for your closet and you only have to spend a couple of dollars on it, it's the best feeling in the world. And if you do find good pieces like on Amazon, I mean, Amazon has good things. There's that whole Amazon fashion line or some section on Amazon's website, I'm pretty sure. But you can get some good workout stuff from Amazon. You can get, you know, good, you know, lounge wear. You can get good work clothes from Amazon. It really just depends. And I will say, if you are going to shop online, for cheaper items, make sure you read every single review. If all of the reviews are good, it's probably a really good, nice quality product. You can go ahead and get that. But with stuff like that, if there are a couple bad reviews, I just don't even bother. Okay, so I lied. I have one more thing relating to clothes. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I feel like as you grow older, one of the main things that changes is just your general style and just all of that. So that's why I have a lot of opinions on this. But the very last thing, and I promise it's the last thing relating to clothes, is that I no longer feel an urge to go out or go online and buy what is immediately trending in that moment. Like, obviously, there are all of the micro trends, which are small little things that are trendy for one month tops. They are not going to be in style after literally a month. And so before, like in college, you would see all of these things and um, you would see it on social media. You would see people at parties wearing whatever it was at the time and you would immediately want to go buy it yourself. And you could. You could go online and go on almost any online clothing website and find it for probably like $20 and then you would have it. But then your closet is just full of all of this stuff that isn't in trend anymore and okay just because it's not quote-unquote trendy doesn't mean you can't wear it obviously if you love it if you're comfortable in it if you just love it so much keep wearing it for the rest of your life right it does not need to be trendy for you to wear it but there are a lot of things that I think everyone bought just because it was popular from like one person on TikTok or one person on Instagram And it just doesn't make sense. It's such a waste. It really is. It's a waste of your money. It's a waste of the company's time making it. However, they're able to make it that cheaply, which is a whole nother story. But yeah, I just no longer have an urge to sit down and online shop for things that aren't going to be, you know, useful to me one year from then. And yeah, that's just something that I haven't been doing and I really like not doing it. It makes me feel good that I'm not spending my money on those things. And instead, like I said, I'm spending my money on those nicer items that I know will last forever. Okay, completely moving on from clothes now. The next thing 
that I have noticed has changed in my life as I have matured, as I've gotten older, is that I don't really get offended anymore if someone cancels plans or if someone just completely doesn't want to hang out or doesn't want to do anything. Because before, I think it was very easy to take things personal and to say like, oh my gosh, did I do something? Did I say something? Like, do they not like me? Blah, 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 whatever. I think everyone goes through that part of life where they think they're doing everything wrong. But in reality, it really is just everyone's living their own life. Like everyone has their own life to live. Maybe they've had a really busy week with work. Maybe they're having, you know, some stress relating to their relationship or their family. And literally all they want to do is sit by themselves, watch some Netflix, eat some comfort food, go on a walk. Like maybe they just want to have time alone. And I think it's easier for me to realize this now than it was before because I have really taken into consideration all of those little things in my life that I really prefer and that I really value. Like I have talked about so many times, going on a long walk outside when the weather's nice or taking a little extra time at the end of the day to do my skincare and to take a nice shower and all of that stuff and really just have 100% alone time to where I don't have to please anyone else. I don't have to be around a whole group having surface level conversations. That is something that drains the life out of me. When you're in a large group of people that you're not the best of friends with, you're still friends with them, but they don't know you as well as some other people might or as your family members might. And so when you're around them and you're talking, all of the conversation is completely surface level. You're talking about, oh, how's your job? Oh, how's your relationship? Oh, did you see this in the news? What's your thought on that? And it's like, Those kinds of conversations can get really draining because there really isn't much substance behind it because, you know, the person asking those questions doesn't really care. They just don't want a situation to be awkward and they're trying to have a good night. You're trying to have a good night. So you go along with it. But yeah, if someone in a group decides, hey, I'm just going to stay in tonight. You guys go out and have fun. There is nothing wrong with that. Stop getting mad at people for doing that. Stop trying to guilt them into going out and, you know, doing things that they don't want to do that night. Like, you'll probably see them next weekend or whenever you guys hang out again. It is completely okay to want alone time and to want just some time to relax because as you go into your adult life, you're probably going to be working full time. You're going to have a hell of a lot more responsibilities than you did when you were in college and you could start the weekend on a Thursday and party for four straight days not caring about anything. That's obviously a good time. That's probably why people refer to college as like the best time ever, like the good old days, because you literally don't have responsibility for the most part, right? But as you get into your adult life, people have more responsibilities and some people have more than others because everyone's life is different. And so if you're getting a group together to go out and have drinks, to go to the beach for a weekend, to do whatever it is you're doing, and someone doesn't want to go, please shut up about it. Like, they just want to relax. They're stressed. They want to wind down. They want to make sure that when work starts again the next week that they're on top of their game. They don't want to get fired, okay? They don't want to be hungover when they have to go back to work. 
Sometimes they just want to relax and that is perfectly fine. And that is something that I have learned as I've gotten older. Now, I never got mad at people for not wanting to go out, but I was around a lot of people that did. And if I didn't want to go out, people would get annoyed at me. And it was one of those things that just bothered me. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like some people, you you don't need to get offended if someone doesn't want to go out. It literally has nothing to do with you. Probably 95% of the time, it has nothing to do with you. And so just let people live their own lives, honestly. If you can get together, awesome. If you go out and have a great time, that's incredible. But if it just doesn't work out that weekend, don't mope about it. Don't blame them. Don't tell people like, oh, they're no fun. They didn't want to go out. Like, I'm not going to hang out with them anymore. Like, that was the last straw. Like, I'm not I'm not going to talk to them anymore. Like, they just want to take some time for themselves. And that is completely okay. Now, if this is a situation where you have constantly reached out to someone to hang out. Maybe it's a good friend that you haven't seen in a while and you keep trying to reach out to them and they're not responding to you. They're ignoring you. They're not answering your calls. They never go out with the group. Those are situations where as sad as it is and as sad you, you know, you might feel sad about it in the moment, but those are situations where that friendship is probably coming to an end. It's coming to a close. And that is another thing on my list of what I've learned as I've matured and gotten older. Not all friendships are going to last. Even if you're best of friends for all of college, even if you've been really close for two years, whatever, that friendship does not have to last a lifetime. There are some friendships that are just going to be a part of your life in certain aspects and, you know, in certain little snippets of your timeline of your whole life. And that is okay. So when I was younger, I thought, you know, if a friendship ended, if someone stopped communicating as much, if, you know, a group of friends kind of fell apart. I thought it was the saddest thing. I need to reach out to these people. I need to get the gang back together, you know, stuff like that. But that is just not the case. People grow apart as they are growing themselves. Because as you learn more about yourself, you are going to change. Just like I've been talking about all the things that have changed for me, just as one person, that is happening to literally everyone in the world. You are going to change to some extent throughout your life. Could be for, you know, could be for the better, could be for the worse, depends on the person. But friendships, not all of them, are going to last forever. Some of them will, and those are the people that you really do want to be around and the people that want to be around you. Because here's the thing, relationships, whether it's a friendship, family, romantic relationship, it's a two-way street. You cannot be the only person that is reaching out, making phone calls, asking how everyone is doing, getting everyone together for dinner and drinks. You have to realize that it is a two-way street or a four-way street. What, However many people are in the friendship that you're talking about, whatever. So the people that you will most likely have around in your life for a long time are the ones that reach out to you and ask how you're doing and what you're up to 
the same amount that you reach out to them. And it doesn't have to be 50-50 completely equal because, like I said, everyone has different things going on in life. Maybe your one friend that you've been close with for 10 years just got married, just had a kid, just started a new job, just moved to a new city. They might be busier than you are in the moment. So maybe for a little bit, you're reaching out and asking the questions more often, which is totally fine. That's going to happen from time to time. It's not going to be split and like completely equal every single day. But you will also realize that there are people that never reach out, that never ask how you're doing and all of that. And that's okay because they don't have to. Not everyone has to care about you and care about what you're doing. And you need to realize that you can have a very select few people in your life and still live a very fulfilled life. And that's that's just how it is. You don't have to have 200 friends that know every small detail about you in order to consider your life full and fulfilled and all of that. Because that this is a whole other thing about being happy on your own before you're happy with other people. I can do a whole episode about that. I don't need to dive deep into it right now. But like I've been saying, not all friendships are going to last forever. And that is completely okay. And that is one of those things that I have really felt content with in the past one or two years of my life. More like the past year, honestly, after I left school, realizing like, The friendships I do have, I can talk to those people all the time and never get bored of them and never get annoyed. I mean, you're going to get annoyed at people from time to time, but that is what it is. But there are people in my life that I truly love and I truly love spending time around and they feel the same about me. And it is so much nicer to have those few solid relationships as opposed to like 20 random people around, you know? So... Long story short, if someone doesn't want to hang out, if someone doesn't want to talk, that's completely okay. Stop getting so offended about that. It's probably not about you. It's just maybe not the right friendship, maybe not the right relationship, and that is okay. And then the other thing, not all relationships, not all friendships are going to last a lifetime, and that's just part of life. Okay, so also I did want to say If you are realizing that someone isn't reaching out to you, someone's not asking how you are, you're always the one to reach out to them. If you are thinking that that relationship is coming to an end or that friendship, whatever it is, you have every right to be completely upset about it. I'm not saying that you need to say like, oh, well, I guess that friendship's over. Moving on. Let's let's go about life. You know, everything's fine. You have every right to be upset about it. You can take your time to deal with it however you want to deal with it. You can reach out to them to say, hey, like, this is what I've noticed. This is what I think is going on. Like, you know, this is just where my mind is at. What do you think? Maybe you can have a conversation with them about it. Um, But, you know, if it's more of like a casual friendship or a casual relationship, maybe you don't need to do that. I don't know. It's your life. You do what you feel is best. You do what makes you comfortable. And like I said, you have every right to be upset about it because a friendship ending is a sad thing. It really is. I have been plenty upset about friendships that have ended in my life. And I know friends that I have now that are kind of going through this where 
some of their friendships that they've had for years at this point are they kind of seem like they're coming to an end. They're kind of growing apart with whoever it is they're talking about. And they have every right to be upset about it. And they should be able to talk about it and vent about it. And, you know, just get it off their chest and, you know, do it in a healthy way so that they can move on with their lives. Because relationships, no matter what it is, romantic, friendship, family, I've been talking about that this whole time, Whatever it is, it is going to be upset if it does come, like, it's going to be upsetting if it comes to an end, and that is completely okay. So, like, don't feel bad about, or, like, don't feel like you're overreacting or being dramatic about whatever is ending if you're upset about it, because you have a right to be, and I think that's completely okay. So, if you're realizing, like, oh, maybe this friendship, like, isn't for me, like, whatever, take your time, be upset about it that's completely okay. You do you. You do what makes you feel comfortable and just, you know, it's okay. And the whole thing about being upset about something that truly does bother you and it does get to you on a certain level kind of goes into the next thing I'm going to talk about. So, for a while, I would try, I, I was like a big people pleaser, I think, to an extent. Um, there were some people that I wasn't friends with, if they weren't a part of my life, then I probably wasn't trying to always please them. But the people in my life, I definitely did want to please. So when it came time to go out with friends and go out as a group and go downtown, no matter how I was feeling that day or that week, no matter the stress that I had on my plate, no matter if it was like that time of the month and I was in literal pain, I would try to just go out with them and do whatever it was they were doing. Go to whatever party, go downtown, go to whatever restaurant, stay up, you know, until 3 a.m. until they were ready to go home. And something that I've done over the past year is I am finally feeling very content with myself on making decisions that make me happy that are really just for me and focusing on like my emotions and my feelings. And this might sound completely stupid to a lot of people, but for me, it's very important to listen to your body and to listen to your gut. And if your gut is telling you like, I've had a stressful week, I have had a lot on my plate the past few days or however long it's been, I have a headache, I'm really tired. It's only 9 p.m. right now and I already want to go to bed. I'm not feeling like I want to have all of those like surface level conversations like I was talking about before. In those situations, I am finally okay saying, no, I don't want to go out. You guys have fun. You guys have the time of your lives. I can't wait to hear all about it. Have fun. Be safe. But I am going to stay where I am. I really just need to relax and unwind and take time for myself. And I say that this goes into what I was talking about, about taking time to process your emotions and be upset about something that does upset you, because I really do think it's important to listen to what your body needs. If you need to be upset, if you want to cry, if you want to just sit in bed one night and be alone and watch Netflix and eat pizza, go for it. I think that that is very healthy when you know that you need that and you actually follow through with it. Obviously, there are times where 
you have to go to work and you might have to go to a family function or um, your best friend's birthday. Like there are certain things that you can't miss that you do need to be there for. Like maybe your best friend's getting married and you're a bridesmaid or you're just going to the wedding or, you know, there are different situations where you do have to go to things that you might not want to in the moment because of how you're feeling about other things going on in your life. Those are situations where you do need to, you know, for lack of better words, just suck it up and go. But when it comes to casual hangouts and going to dinner with friends and going to get drinks or going to a party, if you do not feel up for it, trust me, you need to listen to your body. Because if you go into that night already not feeling your best self, like the best version of yourself, if you are already annoyed at other things going on in your life, if you're already feeling stressed and tired, that's going to make you feel, you know, even more stressed and you're going to feel anxious probably. And you're not going to feel very confident in yourself. You're not going to feel confident in what you have to talk about with other people because when someone asks you about, you know, how's work going? How's your relationship? How's life? Like blah, blah, blah. And you don't want to lie, but you also don't want to be a burden. Those are situations where it would just be so nice to be in your own bed and you are literally sitting there in the social setting and you're just thinking about your bed and you're thinking about pulling up Netflix on your laptop and you're thinking about just laying there and falling asleep. Those are situations where you really should have listened to your body and listened to your gut. And like I said, I, over the past year, year and a half, have finally gotten to a place. Obviously, I could probably still work on it more. There's always room for improvement. But I am so much more content with myself when I am able to make those decisions for myself. And I stick with those decisions. And I feel so much better the next day. I feel refreshed. I feel like I'm a good person to be around. And people probably actually want to talk to me at that point. And then maybe I'm ready for the next weekend. And then next weekend, I'll go out with everyone or I'll go on that date night with my boyfriend or whatever. It is just so important to listen to your body because I am here to tell you, you do not have to go to everything. You don't have to go to every event. You don't have to be a part of every event. It is going to be okay. Will your friends miss you? Probably. If if they're like your best friends, if they're good friends, you know, if they're good people in your life, yes, they're probably going to miss you. They wanted you there. That's why you were invited. But there's always going to be another opportunity to do that, probably relatively soon, you know, after you take some time to yourself. And I just think it's very important to listen to yourself. Now, there's also situations where I know people that never go out. They're always invited and usually they say they're going to go and then they cancel last minute or they're hours late and they end up being rude the whole night. They're pissed off. Clearly something else is going on. Those are situations where maybe you do want to remove yourself from that friendship or from that situation. And those might be the situations where you kind of come to the realization like, maybe these people aren't for me. Maybe this one person isn't for me. And I mean, that's just life because you can't be mad at someone for going through whatever it is they're going through in their life. Like I said, everyone goes through different things. 
everyone lives their life in different ways. And it's up to you to find the people that you want to be around. It's not up to everyone else to be perfect for you and be exactly what you're looking for. I don't really know what I'm talking about right now. I'm kind of going on a rant. Um, But I feel like because where I am in life and the people that I have in my life. So like, I love my family. I'm very close with my family. I love my family to death. My boyfriend is incredible. I am in a very healthy relationship. It's been like two and a half years and it is just the best thing ever. I will spend time with him whenever. We always have such a great time. I love being around him. And then my friendships. I have a very select few friends that I talk to on a frequent basis that I catch up with that I want to know how they're doing. If they're doing well, I, yeah, I have like a select few people in my life. And I think at this point, you know, like I said, I'm only 23 years old. There's still a lot to learn. But I just feel very content. And I feel like in a social sense, I am so much more comfortable with myself. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. And it just makes going out and going to a party, going to an event, it makes all of that stuff so much better when you are not expecting everyone to please you and you are not trying to please everyone else and you are just listening to yourself you're listening to, you know, what your gut is telling you. If you don't want to go out, you don't need to go out. And if you're canceling on people every single time they invite you out, that's when you kind of need to realize, like, maybe these aren't my people. Maybe it has nothing to do with them. And it's just, you know, my personal preference. And that's okay. And I can look elsewhere for other friends and all of that. And so I think just really listening to what your body is telling you and what your body needs and what your gut is telling you. I just think that's so important. Long story short, those are a handful of the things that I have noticed in my life that have really changed, that I have grown, you know, different aspects in life where I've grown just as I've gotten older and as I have matured. If you related to any of those, awesome. I am glad that you listened. I'm glad that someone else thinks the same way as you, that someone thinks the same way as me. That's awesome. If you don't relate to them, maybe you have completely different things that you're noticing in your life. And maybe this episode has just gotten you to think about those things a little bit more, which I think is exciting. It's always fun to kind of think deeper into things and how your life has grown, maybe how you want to grow in the future things that you might want to start changing, things you want to start implementing in your life as you move forward with whatever, you know, whatever journey you're going on. That sounds so cheesy, but it's true. I think it's exciting to think about that stuff. So yeah, um, again, I'm sorry I did not post last week. Like I said, um, I was dealing with some family stuff, so I was taking some time for myself, taking some time with my family. Um, But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you again next week for episode six of Pure Nonsense, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, a wonderful rest of your week, and I will see you then.